0: She do that? A podcast answering that question each episode. I am so excited that you guys are joining me today for this bonus episode. If you missed last week's bonus episode that dropped on Friday, that bonus episode started a three-week mini-series that I am sharing on Fridays. This is the second we are going to focus on networking, and next week we will actually talk about location. It is kind of a breakdown of my book, Take Flight, and my hopes behind these bonus episodes are that you and I can get to know each other a little bit more. And I can share some practical tips that I share often at universities when I am speaking at universities or at different events about my unique career trajectory and thinking about that post-grad season of life. But what's really cool about the post-grad season of life is that it kind of never ends. You're always kind of thinking about what might be next. What is it that you're passionate about? What is it that... You want to kind of dive into a little bit more in your career. Who are you looking to meet? Who do you want to connect with? And then of course, where do you want to be? Location was really important to me. So we will dive into location next week. If you have not heard uh, one of our normal episodes, then you should do so. This past week is a great place to start. I had Susie Mile on the podcast. Susie is the brains and the beauty. (laughs) behind Empty Nest Blessed. She was so incredible to have on. And some of you who are listening might be a new empty nester friend of mine. Thank you guys so much for tuning in for another episode of How Does She Do That? Perhaps you are introduced to the podcast via Susie. If you have not checked out that episode, I highly suggest doing so. And again, these Friday episodes, they're super fun, super quick conversations with me, specifically for those of you who are looking to make a shift in your career, or perhaps you're hoping to network and meet somebody new. And then of course, if you're looking to move, we will talk about what that looks like for me um, next week with in mind all things coronavirus. So it should be interesting a little personal housekeeping element. Luke and I are really excited. We are about to take on our second big road trip of 2020. We have found that road tripping this year has been really special. Apart from a big trip that we did in February to French Polynesia, we have been hitting the road. So we went to Texas earlier this month and quarantined there for quite some time with my family and my husband Luke's family is from Houston. So we did Dallas and Houston with a lot of masks, a lot of social distancing. And this upcoming week is really special for my family. We go to a ranch in Colorado. If you can believe it, this will be our 23rd year at this ranch. And they're taking all precautions, of course, for uh, everybody to stay safe safe and healthy, but we are so excited. So if you check in with me on Instagram at Emily Landers, you will likely see some amazing mountains and just the incredible scenery. If you know me at all, you know, I love to be outdoors. I would much rather be outdoors than indoors. So really looking forward to that. And lastly, this upcoming week, you guys are going to love the upcoming conversation on Tuesday with one of our normal episodes. Tina Marie Clark is joining me. I will leave it at that because we've got a lot to cover, but you guys are going to really enjoy my conversation with author, speaker, model, and mama, Tina Marie. So check in on Tuesday for that episode as well. Okay. I think we have all of the business elements put to the side. Let's get to it. Let's get into why you are really tuning in today. Perhaps you are thinking about networking. Perhaps you are curious as to the different connections that I've made, or maybe you've seen someone in your own life do networking really well. I first and foremost want to say I know that it can feel like a really overwhelming topic. And so within this quick conversation, I want to give you a few tips and tricks that I learned From a life coach that I've also learned from other women in my life and in my career. There will be some really practical tips, and then I'll also partner in some stories about how, wow, networking has really put me um, in some fantastic, incredible positions. And as you hear my story, and this is hopefully how it always is, I hope this clicks for you guys. As you're hearing me share my story and different things that have happened in my life, I want to remind you that I. I didn't do anything different than what you can do. You can leave a Instagram comment, can't you? You can invite someone along for a coffee or a Zoom call. Everything that I share, none of it is different than what you could do. I didn't do anything special, but I will say that I have taken networking seriously and I've really thought about it and I really try to make sure that when I connect with someone I remember things about them um, and I'm able to make those connections and I think for a lot of us that's not something that comes naturally and I just want to share a little bit more insight and some fun stories today in regards to what networking has looked like for me or as my husband would say making professional friends. I asked him if he had any tips for this podcast, and he said, well, networking is basically making professional friends, which I would agree. Lastly, we will wrap up today with a few questions from some of my listeners, as well as some of my interns. So I'm really looking forward to that section as well. Well, you guys, if you listened to last week's bonus episode, I talked a little bit about the beginning of my passion and excitement around networking and what that really stems from. It was actually a class assignment my junior year of college at Baylor University in John Cunningham's class in the communication department. I'm getting detailed, but perhaps you have a connection to him. He's wonderful. That we had a class assignment that we had to interview someone in a role that we may want to have someday sound familiar? Sounds kind of like maybe a podcast. (laughs) And so we had to interview one person. That was the assignment to interview one person that was in a role that we may want to have someday. Well, I was sitting there as he was explaining the assignment, and I just got really fired up. I got really excited as he shared how former students had CEOs that they did informational interviews with, that they had actors, they had actresses, they had editors of magazines. And I was so inspired with a dose of competition. (laughs) I was also competitive. I thought, I want to get the coolest person I possibly can uh, on the phone to do this informational interview with. And that led to me connecting via Instagram comment to my then favorite magazine, the editor-in-chief of Self Magazine. So I am ended up writing a ton of Instagram comments to women that I admired and that I thought it would be really cool to connect with them. And instead of doing one informational interview, I ended up doing 15 informational interviews. So I learned a lot right off the gates in regards to networking, what to do, what not to do. And it really set me on a trajectory and a path to recognizing that Women really wanted to connect with me, men and women, people who are further along in their careers or people who are doing something uh, incredible with their career or something admirable. Many times we may look at them and think, oh, well, they feel so distant or they feel like so far off or or why would they want to talk to me? But I have found that in reaching out and in beginning this process of networking, when you reach out, you're actually really honoring them and you're really respecting them. And you're really saying, hey, you've done something so amazing and so cool with your career that I want to learn from you. I'd love to talk to you. And usually, more times than not, that is very well received and it can be the catapult for amazing conversations, incredible connections, and lifelong friends. So if you have ever felt like you've been in a rut with networking or perhaps even just making new friends, you felt like, I don't know how to reach out. Well, if you don't reach out, the answer 100% of the time is going to be no. So the first encouragement of this podcast, and as we talk a little bit about some of my experience, but also some incredible things that I've learned from others, my first piece of advice would be to get started. And we always want to look for silver linings, especially during this pandemic And gosh, 2020 as a year, one of the silver linings would be that people are home, people are uh, you know on pause. What better time to think through? Okay, who do I want to connect with? Who could I potentially reach out to to learn more about their life, about their career? Again, if someone's doing something that you could see yourself doing at some point, why not reach out and begin the learning process with them? So. As I continued to do these informational interviews for the class assignment, I ended up doing so many and I ended up loving every single conversation. Like, I couldn't believe that these people were taking the time to talk to me. I talked to a VP of the Dallas Mavericks, I talked to a CEO of a company, I talked to an attorney, and I even talked to a luxury travel advisor. Some of you may have already listened to Tiffany Dowd's episode on how'd she do that? Well, guess what? About, gosh, no, I was going to say seven, about eight or nine years ago, I left Tiffany a Instagram comment and asked if she had time for an informational interview with me. I was a junior in college and I was nervous beyond belief. I remember when I had my call with her, I had all of my notes, I had all of my questions ready to go. And I just couldn't believe that this incredible woman, who had traveled all around the world as a luxury hotel inspector and had worked with Conte Nast and other amazing publications that she would take the time to talk to me. So, if you haven't listened to Tiffany's episode, you should definitely go and take a listen. I will share how we reconnected later on. But it's just that element of networking and and connecting with like-minded women and people. You may reach out at a certain time in life where the initial connection happens, and you never know where that connection could take you in the future. So, do keep that in mind as you're thinking about who you may know that you want to reach out to, or perhaps there's someone that would be a bit Big reach. I have big reaches for this podcast. I have a few people that I'm eyeing. And honestly, if I said some of their names out loud, you might laugh. You might look at my Instagram or you might look at the amount of episodes I have and think, okay, Emily, that's a reach. Well, I'm not going to stop reaching and I'm not going to think that, you know, a connection couldn't come. And I would encourage you to feel the same way about your life and about your career and about who you may want to connect with. Never think that you're in a box and there's people outside of the box that are untouchable or you can't reach. That's simply not true. So you may be thinking, okay, well, I don't even know where to begin. We're talking about networking. We're talking about informational interviews. I don't even know who I'd want to interview. Well, think about someone that maybe you enjoy following on social media. At the time, Instagram had just come out when I was in college and it was kind of a new platform, but maybe there's someone in your personal life that you want to reach out to and learn how they started their blog, or perhaps they have a business that's been really successful that you want to kind of piggyback and say, hey, can I learn more about this? Be thinking about that during this episode because, again, I I cannot tell you how cool it is to look back at different connections that you've made over the years, different friendships that you've made over the years that can come back and really fulfill, potentially, a lifelong dream. You really never know. So as we're thinking about networking, I know that I've been saying informational interviews a ton, and it's like, Emily, what are you talking about? Where do I even begin with that element? Well, Let me take you back to, again, when I was doing this assignment and when networking really connected for me and I really became so excited to get people on the phone, which is so funny because now I'm getting people on the mic, (laughs) I had seven questions. That I would ask them. And again, in these little bonus episodes, I'm never going to say to have a paper and a pen, but you may just want to take a mental note here. So I had seven questions that I would ask, and I can't take credit for these questions. They're actually from John Maxwell. He's an amazing entrepreneur and businessman. If you're not familiar with him, you should definitely check him out. He has seven questions to ask a person of influence. So when I do interviews now, these questions have definitely changed. Specifically for the podcast, or even if I'm on a phone call and I've set up an informational interview with someone, I tweak these questions to be a little bit more specific to my interest or why I'm speaking with that individual. But they're fabulous questions, and I just want to read you a few of them. One would be, who has been your greatest influence throughout your career? that's probably going to be a little bit of a heartstring pull to them to be able to share with you. Well, wow, my, my dad, my mom, whoever that might be. It's a great connect. What have you done that I should do? This is going to give you practical advice. This is going to give you homework. So if somebody answers this question, you definitely should be listening. How do you define success? Everyone defines success differently. Some people may weigh success through the amount of money they make. Some may say the ultimate success is to have a family. Uh, Perhaps there's a level of success that people measure different from you. That's a really great question and an interesting one because that's going to be something that you want to be able to define for yourself and for your family. Okay, how about this one? What book are you reading? Fantastic because again, you can learn and perhaps you'll read the book they suggest. And again, these aren't all of them, but, but I'm going to land on this one. This is the last one. Who do you know that I should know? Now, if you have ever heard me speak at a university or if you have read my book, who do you know that I should know has been a theme of my life. <laughs> because I have made that question the number one question that I ask new connections and new friends friends that I feel connected to and we have a great time, whether it be professional or uh, in a personal kind of setting. And in doing so, I have met some of the most amazing and wonderful people. And I'm going to get to one more story here shortly about that. As we're thinking about kind of our network, and if you are really new to the terminology of informational interview or networking, and this feels really overwhelming and kind of like, what the heck? I I just have friends. That's exactly what it is. Your network is just your friends. Your network is uh, your family members, your family friends. Think of it that way. That's where you start with your network. So one thing that my life coach taught me that really helped me have a visual for this idea of networking... And has been key as I have thought about connecting people with one another, connecting my friends with someone who may be a great business partner or just a new friend in general. Or perhaps when a college student says, Emily, who do you know that I should know? Well, I think back to this key that I'm going to share with you guys specific to networking. And basically what it's called is your ABC list. So the ABCs of networking, I talk about it in my book, Take Flight. But this is basically a way to kind of categorize each one of your A, B, and C groups within your network. You can probably imagine what each one holds, but basically your A group, I love to say that's kind of your ride or die. So that is your mom's best friend from college. That's basically your aunt. She is in your A group. Family members, close, close family friends, that's going to be your A group. Your B group is going to be a friend of a friend. So an acquaintance, perhaps you guys have some mutual friends or they're in your friend group and you kind of know them. And then C would be a major reach. So for instance, when I reached out to Tiffany Dowd so many years ago via Instagram comment, well, she was in my C group of networking. She has since moved to the A group, but we'll talk about that later and how people can actually shift from group. But this is a great way to get started as you perhaps are a recent graduate or you're looking to pivot in your career and you're thinking, okay, who do I know? That could assist in my next steps, or who do I know that may know someone at this company that I'd love to work at? So, as you're thinking about this, you really wanna hone in on that A group because these are gonna be the people that bend over backwards for you and are really invested in your well being. And they're going to be the ones who really want to hear out, you know, what is it that you're passionate about and how can they help? The B group, of course, you can hang out there as well. There might be a connection. Uh, And then again, the C group, that's going to be someone who's really a far off connect, but don't avoid those. Go for it. Like I said earlier, if you never ask, the answer is always no. So I hope you guys are already thinking about who is in your A group, who is in your B group. And I want to tie this all together because, again, like I said earlier, within those seven questions to ask a person of influence that John Maxwell wrote, the last question is, who do you know that I should know? Well, I was able to make this connection in recognizing my A, B, and C group. Of course, you want to kind of hang out in your A's. Well, when you're talking to someone within your A group, so let's say uh, your dad's best best friend from college, they played football together or whatnot. Okay, so that gentleman, if he is talking to you about your future career and you guys are brainstorming who he may know at a specific company that you're interested in, well, he is going to do his Best to only give you the phone number, the email, or the connection with someone with, within his A group. So you're going to stay up in his A group, and anyone in his group is going to make sure that you get connections to their A group. So it creates a really incredible network of people that are truly invested in your well being. And again, this is specific to your career search and to your job search as you're looking. But this makes for an incredible group of people that you're just kind of hanging out in the A's. That's what I say when I speak at universities. It's like if you can touch base with someone within your network that you would consider an A group person, they are going to only give you the connections that they have that are the best of the best in that A group. So keep that in mind as you are connecting with people that love and care about you and want your ultimate success. Ask them, okay, after hearing what I'm passionate about, after hearing what it is that I am interested in and where I want to take my career, who is it that you could potentially connect me to? Okay. I hope that makes sense. I'm sure you guys are tracking with me and I want to put a little bow on this whole idea of the ABC list of networking with this story. So basically I went through this entire process. I'm doing such a quick mini series on discerning your future and tying in some stories from my personal life. But in last week's bonus episode, I mentioned, and as I've mentioned on this one, I worked with a life coach and we went through all of this. We were talking about what it was I was passionate about, what it is I wanted to pursue, what types of companies did I see myself working for. And in doing so, we were also talking about networking. We were thinking through my personal network. We were thinking through family, friends, and connecting with different people who worked at businesses that aligned with my vision for my future. And a really really important part of my postgrad experience and my life i think has been loving where i live i i've always, always wanted to live where things were happening. And my husband has that same zeal for, for, for a location that we're doing and living somewhere really cool and really fun. Well, that really started when I graduated from college. I thought I really want to live somewhere cool. And we're going to talk about that next week. I get a lot of questions from college students in regards to how did you move to uh, New York right after graduation and And it's a really fun topic. So I'm looking forward to chatting about that next week. But anyways, I I knew that that was important to me. And so we were trying to tie it all together and figure out, okay, how can we make all these puzzle pieces together? Well, as we were doing this ABC of networking, uh, my life coach was doing the same thing on his end, but with the lens of my future and my career in mind. And in doing so, on one occasion, I went over to his house for our session and he said, hey, Emily, I know that you have been really eager to get to New York City and as we've been talking about networking, I wanted to know if you would have any interest in Footlocker Inc., working at Footlocker Inc., or giving that a go. And I thought, oh my gosh, of course. And it's in the city, it's in New York City on 34th Street. What? That sounds amazing. Well, h- how is this connection coming together? He said, well, I'm asking because the CEO of Footlocker is my cousin. (laughs) What? You guys, are you kidding me? I was floored, but I think I'm even more floored now because I look back and I think, are you kidding me? My parents' neighbor, the most random person probably that I could have found that had the the keys (laughs) to my next step Was my parents' neighbor, my life coach. And it was his cousin, the then CEO of Footlocker Inc., that received my resume and then was able to hand it on to HR. And I was able to connect with the team at Footlocker. And you guys, I didn't do anything different than what you can do because you're connected to someone that I will never be connected to. You are one degree away from the CEO of your dream company. You are one step away from your favorite business owner. And I can assure you that if you step out in faith, if you start to make these connections, if you kind of humble yourself and learn and reach out and ask for help and explore and get your people around you and brainstorm, well, you can find your CEO of your Foot Locker, and gosh, then you're off to the races. So, that is really such a huge win for my networking story. And again, I didn't do anything different than what you can do. I also want to share, as I've mentioned, Tiffany Dowd, episode two of How'd She Do That. Tiffany and I connected my junior senior year of college. So we connected, we hung up the phone, really enjoyed each other's company and and the call and enjoyed chatting with each other and went on with our lives. We became Facebook friends and we were able to connect on Instagram as well. And I loved following her travel well. A few years later, after my time was up at Foot Locker in New York, I realized that that was the case. I thought, well, I could reach out to Tiffany. She lives in Boston. And by doing so, I said, hi, Tiffany. And I asked that million dollar question, who do you know in the city that I should know? Is there anyone? And she said, well, hold on a second, because I think I may want you to come and work with me. And I have been working with Tiffany for the last, gosh, seven years. And it was through an Instagram comment. And you can write an Instagram comment. You know how to do that. And I think that being able to stay connected with people, reach out, make these connections, and just have fun and enjoy and sometimes, you know, I'm really sharing to highlight just incredible moments. Sometimes you won't hear back. And a quick side note on that, I would encourage you to always think the best of people. Someone may read your email one day. Maybe they have a crying toddler at their feet and they read it and they don't get back to you for months. Maybe they never get back to you, but think the best of people. Perhaps they're in the car. Perhaps the DM or email got lost think the best of people. Don't hold a grudge if you don't hear back from people. And I'm saying that to you, but I'm also saying that to myself because I'm doing the exact same thing with the podcast. I'm reaching out and you know what? Some people, they may not get back to me. Some people may say not now. And some people may see the podcast a hundred times before they email me back. But that's okay because timing always pans out perfectly And if I had reached out to Tiffany earlier, she may not have been ready to have me join her team. And so I truly believe that within this idea of networking, there's also a time element that we just have to trust and believe that the timing will pan out as well. This has been so much fun, you guys. Well, I have a few Q&As, a few questions. I want to do a quick Q&A with you all. These are questions from listeners as well as some of my college interns. I have two incredible interns from Pepperdine University this semester, uh, this summer, actually, and they sent in some questions as well. So here is the first. What is the first thing you should say to someone when introducing yourself and trying to network. Well, if this is someone that you have been eager to connect with and you already know a little bit about them, I would encourage you to congratulate them on their success and to let them know that whatever project they worked on that really inspired you to want to connect with them was important to you and that it was special to you. Of course, make sure these compliments are genuine and really tell them, you know, how you feel and and be grateful for whatever it is that they've done. I find that to be really really cool to just encourage whoever it is that I'm looking to connect with and thank them for whatever it is that they were able to share with me. So I would just say hello and say, hey, thank you for you know, that incredible podcast you put out or thank you so much for taking the time to come to this event. And from there, you can even let them know you would love to follow up for an informational interview is basically what I would say. Okay, here's the next one. Do you have any advice for trying to network on social media such as LinkedIn or Instagram? yes because believe it or not i do get quite a few dms and a lot of linkedin spam i'm not sure what's going on with linkedin but i do get quite a bit of spam there so my quick tip would be twofold One, to make sure that you sound like a real person and that you're not robotic. I would also be a little more formal if you're looking to connect with someone. Even though you're on social media, I always appreciate when punctuation is correct and when it really shows that the person took the time to write out a full sentence, (laughs) a full thought. And then I would encourage you that if you're looking to connect with someone on social or you're well aware that you want to do an informational interview with someone, engaging with their social media content is a great place to start because you can actually really develop a friendship and relationship and that will actually get your name kind of to the front of their mind before you send them an email. Okay, here is our last question and it says this. How do you network without seeming like you're trying too hard or sucking up to them? I think that that is a great question. And I think when you are able to be genuine, when you've done your research, and when you're able to truly love the product or the person's business or whatever it is that you really admire about them, that comes off really genuine when you've done your research. And so I would say, be prepared and be ready to communicate what it is that they've done within their career that has been inspiring to you. And I know that if you're genuine, it will come off as such, and it will not come off as though you just need something for them, or you're trying too hard or sucking up. And I think worst case scenario, if you feel like you are trying too hard, you can tell them, I, I don't know if I'm coming across it as I'd like, but I just, I do want to tell you that that what you've done with your career or business really has inspired me. I think being honest and genuine um, is key. And I know that if you're genuine, and if you're complimentary from the heart, it will show. So don't worry about that and continue to connect with people. And of course, remember, if you never ask, the answer will always be no. Well, you guys, this has been such a fun episode. I can't believe that I have been talking your ear off for 30 minutes. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. And you know what? If you did, please, please, please do let me know. I'd love to hear from you. One really fun way of sharing the podcast is if you want to share your Spotify um, podcast, if you're listening on Spotify you can easily upload it to Instagram stories. You can tag me. You can also do a screenshot of your podcast and put it on your Instagram story as well. And that's just such an incredible way to get the word out, to spread the love. And it means so much to me when you do so. Earlier this week, I actually had a listener that I don't know personally tag me on her Instagram stories that she was listening before she went to bed. And I was like, Oh my gosh, that is so cool and so crazy. You guys are the best. Thank you all for listening to today's episode of How'd She Do That? I am Emily Landers. You can follow me on Instagram at Emily Landers and the podcast at How'd She Do That Podcast. Please join us next Tuesday for a new episode. We will talk to you soon.